Welcome to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. I'm your host, KT. If you are new to the program, this show is designed to educate its listeners on the residential construction industry's best practices. Our focus is on single-family custom residential homes, your dream home. A custom home can be large or small. It can be located in a rural community or in a large city. What makes it custom is intentional design. It's a home designed and built with a particular family in mind, yours. It's a home that maximizes your family's enjoyment of the structure while addressing such concerns as indoor air quality. It's also designed to minimize the annual cost required to heat and cool the property. These considerations can help your dream home qualify as more than just a custom home, it can be a high performance home. Even though high performance homes do not necessarily cost more than traditionally built homes, not all architects and custom home builders build high performance homes. A high performance home delivers far greater value to you than a traditionally built home. In this program, we teach you the benefits of a high performance home and how to ensure your architect and custom builder build your dream home as a high performance home. And if your dream home is a home that has already been built, we share with you the most cost-effective modifications that you can make to bring your home up to high performance standards. How do we do these things? We invite industry-leading architects, builders, and other home design and construction professionals to share their knowledge with you. In this show, we will discuss how certain products that you can choose for your custom home can serve a dual purpose. This program is entitled, Why Choose Custom Design Stainless Steel Railing for Your Home? And we will be using that topic to begin our journey into the construction process known as off-site construction. And we'll be discussing how off-site construction or prefabrication can benefit you. Although all of the typical architectural components of a custom home have a functional purpose, some components, because of their location in a highly visible area of the home, can be considered artwork. These components can add as much visual beauty to an area of your home as a sculpture sitting in an outdoor living area or a painting hanging from an interior wall. Your architect will help you identify which architectural components in your project fall into which category. So why is it important to determine whether or not an architectural component that will be included in your house is in these one of these highly visible areas? That's because 
in these highly visible areas of your home, when you invest a bit more and choose the products that have increased visual impact, you will actually be making your home more enjoyable. And should you ever decide to sell it, it will actually be of greater value. Remember, a well-designed custom home can do much more than just provide a comfortable place of shelter for your family. A well-designed custom home can also add a tremendous amount of visual beauty to the area around it, both indoors and outdoors. And history provides ample evidence that people will both recognize and pay for beauty. When an item is gorgeous, doesn't the owner usually do a better job of maintaining it? It's the same with custom homes. When compared to a home that is just functional, a custom home is also beautiful. And that causes the owners to do a much better job of maintaining it, which again, leads to a higher resale value if the home is sold. So to further illustrate the point that there are certain areas of the home where it just makes sense to spend a bit more money and choose the more visually attractive product option. And we'll illustrate that by thinking about how wood is graded. Wood is often used extensively in the construction of custom homes. But not all wood grades are best suited for every application in the home. Wood can be used as indoor trim. Wood can also be used as studs to help form the framework of the home. Both applications are important, but in one instance, because of its location, the opportunity for a more visually impactful solution is present. With framing studs, once they're enclosed by sheetrock and siding, the studs will remain unseen by the home's future occupants and guests. So with studs, visual imperfections in the surface of the wood is primarily graded based on their impact on the strength of the stud. Whereas the wood used as indoor trim will remain highly visible after it's installed. So if the goal in this illustration is to enhance the visual beauty of the home, although appearance grade wood trim with cracks, knots, and visual imperfections can be painted to cover the imperfections, you might choose to use a higher grade of trim in this situation and finish it with a high quality clear stain. Although both solutions will work, one of the solutions will give you a more visually attractive finished product. If this is the first custom home you've designed, your architect will work with you to help you to determine 
where in the project you should invest a little bit more because that area of the home has the potential to deliver tremendous visual impact to the space depending on you deciding to choose uh, a product that has a greater visual impact. Unfortunately, it doesn't always work out that products that fulfill a functional need of the home also add beauty to the home. The architect in your um, case with your project may not specifically identify in the project specifications that he or she writes up the product that delivers the greatest value for you in that portion of the home. Instead, the architect may leave the final product selection up to the builder. So the, uh, the architect has the um, uh, option of calling out what's referred to in the industry in the spec doc as the basis of design. That would mean the architect used that particular product in designing the, the home. Typically, when the architect is creating a specification document for all the different components of a home, they're going to list not one product, but several, maybe three, maybe four, maybe five. These are all products that the architect's team has validated as um, being similar, where same quality going to provide overall the same value. So the architect may not specifically call out that one particular product is his or hers uh, premier choice in the specification document. So oftentimes it falls to the builder to make the final product selection for the various components in the home. The challenge with this, the builder making the final product selection, is that all of us have some biases, whether we're aware of them or not. This means that the builder may choose a product for a particular area of your home that best suits the builder's goals and the product that the builder chooses may or may not line up with your goals for that portion of the home. Keep in mind, as we've mentioned in earlier programs, the builder's not going to live in this home, you are. And so a little bit of behind the curtain product insight can be of great assistance to you in ensuring that the products that are actually selected for your custom home are the products that represent the greatest value to you. And again, for listening to this program, that's what you'll be able to do. <clears throat> In our show today, we're going to be discussing one of the most visible parts of a home. That's the railing attached to the stairs and deck. And we're going to discuss why you should demand 
custom designed stainless railing for your home, even if the builder is recommending a different railing material. So we're gonna take a quick break and we'll come back. Uh, when we come back, we'll jump right into that subject. You're listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. I'm your host, KT, and we'll be right back. Did you know that with certain designs and construction techniques, you can completely eliminate the cost of heating and cooling your home each month? For some homeowners, that can represent a savings of $5,000 to $10,000 a year with no less in comfort. Want to learn more? Be sure and listen to Designing and Building Your Dream Home with your host, KT, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. right here on 1150 KKNW. Welcome back. You're listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. I'm your host, KT. Before the break, I mentioned to you that we were going to be talking about custom design stainless railing in this episode. And we would use that as an entrance into the topic of offsite construction. So, in most states in the U.S. to represent yourself as an architect to the public, you must be licensed by the state. Obtaining that license typically means that you've completed a formal education in architecture and you've successfully passed a series of national tests to help establish your knowledge of the craft. Depending on which state or states have licensed you, maintaining your license generally requires that you complete numerous hours of continuing education each year. These required course, courses, excuse me, required courses help you to keep your knowledge and your skills Many architects rely on product manufacturers to provide these continuing ed courses. There are lots of different products that go into the build out of a custom home. Products can have unique um, uh, conditions, circumstances. One product might be installed one way. A similar product might be installed differently. So product manufacturers uh, can create continuing ed courses, which we can share with architects. And the courses are typically an hour in length. And uh, they become a part of the ongoing continuing education credits that the architect earns over the course of the year. So I work for a product manufacturer, AGS Stainless, we're a custom railing manufacturer. And we provide continuing ed credits to the architecture, engineering, and contractor community. We took the steps necessary to get certified by the American Institute of Architects as 
an approved continuing education provider. So as you may imagine, we present lots of continuing education courses to architects each year. When I arrive at an architectural firm to present the continuing ed course to their office, I'm usually directed to the conference room to get set up. Getting to the conference room usually involves me walking down a long hallway and on one or both sides of the hallway will be images of some of the firm's past projects. Typically, it's the projects they're most proud of. Whether the firm primarily practices commercial or residential architecture, can you guess the area of the home or commercial property that is most usually the centerpiece of these images at the architectural firms? I'll give you a second to take a guess. The area of the project that is most usually the focal point of the projects that architects are most proud of is the stairs. And what is the most visible part of the stairs? It's easy. It's only a couple options there. It's the railing. Many stairs, uh, unless you're, you have a floating staircase, many stairs, you got to be right on the treads to even see them. Whereas oftentimes, think about um, your typical home. If there's more than one level to the home, oftentimes the way stairs are positioned, as soon as you walk in the front door of the home, you'll see the stairs and you'll see the railing. Because stairs and railing are so highly visible in a project, the railing system you choose for your home is one of those areas where you should invest a bit more in the product you choose because not all of the materials that are commonly used in railing construction offer tremendous visual impact to your home. The materials that are commonly used for railing Fabrication are wood. Wood uh, goes with everything. It is typically uh, at the low end of entrance level costs. So it's of the most commonly used materials for railing. Wood is usually the least expensive. But if you're installing it in an outdoor area, wood is the most expensive over time because it requires the, the greatest amount of ongoing maintenance. Other commonly used railing materials are composite materials. There's big names, uh, companies, uh, Trax, Moisture Shield, Azac, big name companies that make decking and railing out of composite materials, which are made from things like carpet and tires and a number of different components. Very, very popular. When it comes to metal railing, the most commonly used metal is aluminum the go-to material for most builders. 
So when we look at all the different commonly used material for railing, no other material can match the visual impact of stainless steel. <clears throat> Custom designed stainless steel railing is not just functional, it's really functional artwork. And architects know this. That's why when there's an architect designing a custom home, they will often include custom design stainless railing in that home, as opposed to the other commonly used materials that we just mentioned, the composites, aluminum, et cetera. Why? Because in designing the home, the architect is mindful of more than just functionality. So with railing, it would be more than just keeping people safe when they're walking out on your deck or as they're moving from one level of home to the other on the stairs. The architect is learning for, excuse me, is looking for functionality that has been built into exceptional design. If the decision on what material the home's railing will be made from is left to the builder, custom design stainless steel railing is usually not their choice. For custom homes, if the homeowner prefers the look of metal railing, most builders are going to recommend aluminum. And uh, the other alternative to that would be composite, two widely used materials for custom homes. With either of these choices, you'll have railing that will keep your family and your guests safe. But that's about it. No one ever walks up to a home with aluminum railing, rubs their hand on the top rail and says, wow, this is gorgeous. I mean, if you think about it, the most common use for aluminum is beer cans and, and, and soda cans, right? But when you choose custom design stainless railing for your home, wow, that's absolutely gorgeous, is the response you'll hear from all of your guests when they come to visit you. So we're going to drill down a little bit more on this topic using custom railing as an example as we proceed down the um, path of discussing how off-site construction or prefabrication can really benefit you in the design and build out of your custom home. So we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. thinking of building a new home a beautiful residence custom designed to meet the needs of your family if you are then get started by listening to designing and building your dream home with your host kt the show features interviews with award-winning residential architects custom home builders and other residential design and construction industry experts who will share their knowledge and expertise with you that's tuesdays at 1 p.m right here on 1150 kknw 
Welcome back. You're listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. I'm your host, KT. Before the break, I shared with you that there are certain areas of your custom home that it makes sense to invest a bit more in the products that you choose. This is because some of the areas of your home will benefit greatly by adding products that add more visual impact to the living space, will actually increase your enjoyment of the home. Think about high-end kitchen appliances. Just imagine you're in a, a brand new home or beautiful remodeled kitchen. You walk in and there's this gorgeous high-end luxury refrigerator. Easily $20,000 purchase. And right next to it is this fantastic range, gas range, easily $25,000. Ask yourself, what are the chances that if there's a metal on the front of those high-end kitchen appliances, that that metal would be aluminum? If you answered zero, <laughs> you're absolutely correct because aluminum is not gorgeous, but stainless steel is. A fresh stainless steel finish has that wow factor that makes luxury appliance manufacturers' products look amazing. And that's the look they're after. Custom design stainless steel railing on your home will deliver that same visual impact to those other areas of your living spaces, both indoors and out. You can really liken custom design stainless railing to well-chosen jewelry. Why do we wear jewelry? Because it adds beauty to um, uh, our apparel and it makes the apparel look complete. So why don't more builders suggest custom design stainless railing to their clients? Well, one reason is it's kind of a big inconvenience for the builder to have to install stainless railing. Now, most railing in the U.S. is installed by builders. And again, the most common products that they're recommending are wood, composite materials, and aluminum. Those products are all very easy for the builder's team to work with. Their installers pick up the railing components and stock links from the local lumberyard. They then cut those components to length on site and they install them on the home. Wood, aluminum, and composite materials are very easy to cut to length. So working with these products, with these materials, for the builder is, as they say, easy peasy. Stainless steel, however, is a different matter. Including stainless steel railing in a home 
typically requires metal fabrication. Metal fabrication includes cutting, welding, grinding, polishing, and installation of the stainless railing components by an experienced metal fabricator. A metal fabricator is a local craftsman who is highly skilled at his trade. So unless it is specified specifically by the architect that stainless railing is required for this custom home, most builders would rather not deal with hiring a metal fabricator to do all of that work. It's a whole other um, business professional that they are bringing into the job site. Most builders would prefer to install railing made from one of those other commonly used materials, wood, composites, or aluminum, because their team can do all that work themselves. The other major reason more builders do not recommend stainless steel railing to their customers is cost. So one, they don't want to have to hire a fabricator if they don't have to. Two, stainless steel is typically at the high end, the high range of costs for the commonly used railing materials. Today, there are scores of railing products that are available to homeowners and that are far less expensive than stainless steel. All of these less expensive products will meet the functional requirements necessary for deck and stair railing. In the building codes, deck and stair railing is officially referred to as guards. They're one of the health, safety, and welfare components of a home. So we've got those two major stumbling blocks in terms of having more homes, more homeowners be able to enjoy the timeless beauty of custom stainless railing on their home. Number one, it's kind of a pain for the builder because they can't do the work themselves. They have to hire a fabricator to do it. And number two, stainless railing tends to be more expensive than the other railing options. But this is where advances in construction technology comes into play. This is through a process known in the industry as off-site fabrication. Through off-site fabrication, it's now possible for you to affordably add the timeless beauty of custom design stainless steel railing to your home. So after the break, I'll explain what off-site fabrication is, how it works, and how it can benefit your project. You're listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. I'm your host, KT. And we'll be right back.
you know that you can design a custom home that not only comfortably meets your needs today, it can easily accommodate your future needs if an unexpected mobility limiting event affects someone in your family. To learn how the principles of universal design can make your custom home more comfortable today while potentially increasing your property's resale value tomorrow, listen to Designing and Building Your Dream Home with your host, KT, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. right here on 1150 KKNW. Welcome back. You're listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home, and I'm your host, KT. If you're just joining us, we're discussing how in the design and build out of a custom home, there are certain areas of the home where it makes sense to invest a bit more and choose the products that deliver greater visual impact to the living space. I then shared with you that there are some construction industry processes that can make high quality architectural products more affordable. That process is referred to as prefabrication or offsite construction. So, what is offsite fabrication, offsite construction, and how can it make some of the components in my home much more affordable, you may ask? Well, offsite fabrication, prefabrication, modular construction, and volumetric construction are related construction processes, and sometimes these terms are used interchangeably. What do they stand for? What do they mean? Well, offsite construction is defined as the planning, design, fabrication, and assembly of building elements at a location other than their final installed location. In other words, complex uh, uh, components that can be featured in a home <clears throat> can be created off-site and then shipped to the job site ready to be installed. When certain uh, architectural components of your home are 100% fabricated off-site, it can reduce the cost of those items by 50% when compared to the cost of fabricating those same items on site. Since higher quality architectural products tend to cost more than similar products of lesser quality, off-site fabrication or prefabrication often allows the homeowner to get a much higher quality product for the same price they would pay for an inferior product. So what kinds of architectural products can be prefabricated off-site? Prefabricated units may include doors, stairs. As we've been discussing, custom deck and stair railing systems, window walls, wall panels, floor panels, roof trusses, bathrooms, and even entire buildings. So you may ask, why haven't I heard more about these new construction processes? 
are they new? The answer to that question is no, they've been around for a long time. They're not just now becoming available. Why haven't you heard about some of these construction processes? It's because the construction industry is slow, slow, slow to change. Not all architects, not all custom builders implement off-site fabrication into the homes they design and build. Why or why not? Well, as we've discussed in prior shows, maximizing project profitability for a builder means developing and refining their construction processes, including new processes into how they do what they do, even though ultimately down the road, including those new processes, can actually make their projects more profitable, the initial cost and time and resources to learn and implement a new process can be a discouragement to the builder from moving forward with that process improvement. Why should they move forward with implementing prefabrication and off-site construction process in the build-out of their custom homes? Because off-site construction processes improve product quality, they reduce product costs, prefabrication minimizes job site waste, and it helps builders to address the primary challenge facing builders today, an ongoing lack of available skilled labor. How does it do that? Because prefabrication allows you to use less skilled labor on the job site because the um, complex architectural components that would ordinarily require a highly skilled local craftsman to fabricate on site, that work can all be done off site in a quality control environment fabricate it to meet the needs of the project 100% so that no cutting or welding or grinding or polishing is necessary through prefabrication of architectural products. The product will be shipped to the job site ready to be installed. And the person that's necessary to restall, install it is not a metal fabricator with 25 years experience who can build anything out of metal and is super expensive. When the architectural component has been prefabricated and it arrives at the job site ready to be installed, it can be installed by the person on the crew with the least experience because no special tools or skills or expertise will be necessary for the installation because all the heavy lifting has been done in a quality control environment. Again, that's why product quality is so much higher when architectural products are prefabricated. Off-site construction, prefabrication, it's here to stay and it will continue to grow. But rather than hoping that your architect or your custom builder are utilizing 
some of these processes to maximize the value their clients receive from the money they spend designing and building out their dream dream home, rather than just hoping that they are moving in this direction. When you interview the architect, when you interview the builder, bring it up, ask them, how will you incorporate the cost savings and the improvements in quality offered through prefabrication into the design and build out of my home. If the architect or the builder has no idea of what you're talking about, you may decide to keep searching until you find an architect and a custom builder who will not only build you a custom home that is beautiful, they will build you a home that maximizes your return on investment. So in review, we've opened up the conversation on some of the construction industry processes that are having a tremendous impact on custom homes. The impacts can be a home that is built to a higher standard of quality because of the precision of the design process and build process that is common with offsite fabrication. So for an example, when we're doing uh, custom railings and, and utilizing prefabrication at AGS Stainless, we build out the entire railing system on paper before we fabricate the railing system. So all of the steps required to succeed with offsite construction or offsite fabrication, they're so detailed and they all happen in advance of actual construction. It gives the manufacturer or the builder the, the time to work everything out, to make sure that everything fits precisely with Offsite fabrication, you eliminate the challenge of supply chain breaks. Because with offsite fabrication, you're not going to start building the, the product, whether it's a component or an entire house. You're not going to start unless you have all of the, the a base components there, ready to be built into the product. Because it will throw everything off if you run out of a component of what you're building, everything comes to a stop. So with off-site fabrication, with prefabrication, the, the product manufacturer, the builder, has all the materials they need to complete the task on site. That puts them in a better position than someone who is doing site build, because oftentimes they're ordering products as they need them, and with supply chain issues, sometimes those products aren't there. We've all gone through that with, with COVID. Uh, the manufacturers out of refrigerators or out of ranges. All those things are eliminated through offsite fabrication because you need to have all of the components for the home or the product present when you begin to build the product. There are also um, 
the first thing I mentioned there, one of the big benefits of offsite, offsite construction, offsite fabrication is product quality goes up tremendously. Another big product is that one uh, avenue of offsite construction, one focus area can be bringing down the cost to build your custom home. So where in many areas of the United States, the cost to build a custom home can be hundreds of dollars per square foot. Through offsite construction processes, some companies are able to get the cost to build a custom home down to $100 a lineal foot. So from six, five, four hundred $400 a lineal foot down to $100 a lineal foot. So that is one avenue. If you're looking for a custom home and you, you budget-wise, you need it to be more affordable, offsite uh, construction could be the, the, the ticket for you. There are other builders whose focus is on creating a home that delivers the most high performance possible. The, the precision that is, is common with offsite fabrication, where you're not doing stuff on site, where you got to deal with the wind blowing and you got to deal with site conditions, everything is built in a quality control environment, right? So the precision that is standard with offsite fabrication is so much greater than local fabrication. Builders can de de deliver a custom home that will give you the ultimate in high performance. So again, we'll be talking in the coming episodes about how offsite fabrication, whether it's prefabrication of a component of your home or a custom offsite fabrication of the entire home, how that knowledge can be put to use to help you to have your dream home be not just a beautiful home, but be a beautiful home that is also high-performance home. If you miss any portion of today's show, you can uh, download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. You've been listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. I'm your host, KT, and I'll look forward to spending time with you next week. 